，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Olufsen 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。A Japanese opposition party delegation met with the ruling DPP and opposition parties on Monday. The delegation shared ideas with each of the parties and expressed a desire for greater exchanges in the future. Commenting on the visit, DPP lawmaker Mark Ho said that Taiwan's government must have exchanges with Japan's opposition parties as well as its ruling party. He said that democracy and regional security are of shared concern among all political parties. A delegation from the Constitutional Democratic Party of Japan, the largest opposition party in Tokyo, visited the headquarters of the Democratic Progressive Party on Monday. I am Aoyama Yamato, head of the Constitutional Democratic Party's Youth Department. I'm very happy that I had this opportunity, arranged through the Asia Pacific Youth Association, to visit the DPP headquarters. I look forward to meeting with party chair-elect Lightingdo in the coming days. Also, in Japan, I have been well received by representative to Japan Frank Shear. Aoyama, who is on his second visit to Taiwan since 2019, said members of his party have formed a Taiwan alliance. The alliance aims for a greater number of exchanges with Taiwanese politicians in the future. Last year, due to our concerns over Taiwan-related issues, the Constitutional Democratic Party formed the Taiwan Alliance with others similarly concerned about Taiwan. We hope that through this current exchange, we can lay the groundwork for more interactions and exchange of ideas. The DPP headquarters must exchange ideas with Japan's ruling party, but must also listen to what Japan's opposition parties have to say. The future security and stability of the region will require the combined effort of everyone. Democracy comes from gathering energy bit by bit to create a better future. The Japanese delegation received a warm welcome and sparked discussion on regional security. Obviously, moving forward, we will be aiming to maintain the status quo of cross-strait relations and of regional governance. Before its visit to the DPP headquarters, the Japanese delegation met with New Power Party lawmakers to exchange ideas. In the afternoon, the delegation also met members of the Taiwan People's Party and the KMT, hoping to get a better understanding of the current state of politics in Taiwan. The Ministry of Economic Affairs has teamed up with ten retailers and two state-run companies to set up shelves with affordable products for the Lunar New Year. Some retailers say they will keep prices of some products low despite rising costs. Some even say they will have affordable products available even after the Lunar New Year. With just a few days to go until the Lunar New Year, concerns remain over constant rising prices. The Ministry of Economic Affairs has teamed up with ten retailers as well as state-run companies Tai Sugar and Taiyan Biotech to set up shelves selling affordable items. We hope that retailers can share the fruit of their economic performance with the general public, so that everyone can have a happy Lunar New Year. The retailers in the plan are convenience store chains 7-Eleven, Family Mart, High Life, and OK Mart. Hypermarkets Carrefour, A Mart, RT Mart, and supermarket chains PX Mart, Funcom, and Simple Mart. Two government-run companies are also part of the plan. 
Thai Sugar and Thaiyan Biotech. The latter says it will launch its biggest discount programs of the year during the Lunar New Year. Still, with prices on raw materials on the rise, retailers say pressure is on. We're offering a 20% discount to consumers. Of course, we're seeing some pressure, but I think we'll continue doing this. Pressure from rising material costs is being felt during the three holiday seasons, but for now we can keep it under control. We hope to work together on more fronts, such as discussing ways to share the purchasing needs of consumers. Last year we saw some pressure over raw material costs, but we seized upon our advantages in making procurements. We also made internal optimizations to keep prices under control. The Economics Ministry's Affordable Products section is a plan that we view as a long-term strategy. So we're not just looking at the Lunar New Year. We will also maintain these strategies to maintain affordable prices after the Lunar New Year. Taiwan's leading convenience store chain says it will keep prices unchanged after the Lunar New Year, even amid rising costs, using supply and demand mechanisms to determine prices. With a time for many expenses over the Lunar New Year, the economics ministry is working with local retailers so that everyone can have an affordable holiday. Taipei Mayor Jiang Wan'an on Monday visited the Taipei Dome, which is nearing completion. During the inspection, Jiang spoke about the color of the stadium seating, expressing concerns over possible distractions for players. Chang also described plans for the Dome's first match. Let's hear from the mayor. Mayor Jiang Wan and on Monday stepped inside the nearly complete Taipei Dome, taking a seat in the stadium seating area to experience a sports fan's point of view. Concerned about the viewing experience for baseball fans, Jiang asked contractor Far Glory to make adjustments. Jiang also took a look at the seating area from the field, discovering an issue with the color of the seats. Looking at it like this right now, the seating is mainly a lighter color such as white or gray. This will cause the players to lose sight of the ball. It will be a problem for the batters and for the outfielders when they're catching fly balls. In accordance with international regulations, we've used dark colored seats in the middle, so this won't cause any interference for the batter. Far Glory says work on the dome will be finished by the end of March, and the company will apply for an operating license by the end of July, with the hope of opening the dome to the public before year's end. However, the biggest challenge still facing the contractor is how to clear the dome of 50,000 people in under 15 minutes in the event of an emergency. We will follow up with all relevant tests and we will do an inspection. Everything must be in accordance with the law before we can issue an operating license. After a meeting of city officials on Saturday last week, several senior officials alleged that Taipei Deputy Mayor Li Sichuan was behind many of the Jiang administration's major policies and that Jiang himself was incapable. Jiang on Monday responded to the allegations. Deputy Mayor Li is outstanding and he is very experienced. He has also been very diligent and has worked hard in promoting our municipal policies. My cooperation with Li is seamless and our communication is unhindered. The city government is a team and is not impacted by outside forces. We will continue to put our full effort into governing the city. Jiang assured that his administration was cooperating smoothly. He also spoke about the plans for the Dome's first baseball game. 
Before we formally open the dome, we will run stress tests. We are also looking at inviting baseball teams to hold a game so we can get feedback from the players, which will allow us to make adjustments to the field. Of course, for the first match after we formally open the facility, we will give priority to local players. Jiang has hopes that the Dome will open this year and will host a game with local players. If his plans come true, the city may finally get the stadium it's been waiting years for. Ever since Russia invaded Ukraine, the international community has been lending a helping hand so that Ukrainians can resist Russian forces. During a recent visit to Lithuania, Digital Minister Audrey Tang was interviewed by Reuters, where she said Taiwan is preparing to help Ukraine improve its basic digital infrastructure, which would benefit post-war reconstruction. This is what she said. Taiwan has already uh, provided humanitarian aid in terms of uh, generators, equipments, and so on. Uh, but uh, we're also thinking about the digital layer, because in Taiwan, uh, since 2016, uh, digital infrastructure is a uh, forward-looking infrastructure. And starting this year, digital infrastructure is also public construction uh, by law. So it means that our uh, private sector, uh, when coordinating with the public sector, has the same um, uh, incentives uh, for uh, uh, practicing uh, their participation in public construction projects, even though it's made of bits, uh, not of concrete. Tang said Taiwan is preparing to assist Ukraine in digital reconstruction in the field of long-distance learning and other areas, and that Taiwan hopes to find a way for its people to become part of a cross-cultural learning community despite having different backgrounds. There have been no official talks with the Ukrainian government on digital cooperation, however. Tang is currently reaching out to people in Ukraine through her personal contacts. Taiwan reported 15,409 local COVID infections on Monday. That's a drop of 9% from the week before and the seventh day in a row of declining numbers. The CCC says the peak of the current COVID wave is already past. CECC head Victor Wong added that the government may lift the indoor mask mandate after the Lunar New Year if COVID continues trending downwards. So far this year, 14.1% of passengers arriving from China have tested positive for COVID at the border. The CECC says the COVID situation across the strait may not settle down for another two to three months. Almost one in three adults in Taiwan has high blood pressure, according to the Health Promotion Administration. A new set of official guidelines has been published to help the public avoid the condition. Officials say adults should measure their blood pressure annually to keep track of their health. But going to a doctor isn't the best way. Instead, take several readings at home over the course of a week. Then take an average of those measurements. That way, you get a more accurate sense of your overall health, say doctors. <laughs> Lunar New Year, lots of gatherings with loved ones, lots of rich food, and perhaps without noticing it, lots of calories, fat, and sugar. Throw in a bit of sleep deprivation and it's a recipe for high blood pressure. Statistics are out for the HPA's Taiwan Nutrition and Health Survey from 2017 to 2020. They show that 26.8% of adults over the age of 18 have high blood pressure. Food that high in fat, in salt, in sugar, low in fiber, these things are fatal for blood pressure. The HPA recently published its 2022 guidelines for managing high blood pressure. 
It urges caution if your readings go over 120 over 80. And it advises measuring your blood pressure at home instead of going to a clinic. If you see a doctor, the stress can increase your blood pressure and skew the results. What that means in a general sense is that blood pressure is usually higher at a medical center, but it goes down when you go home, so it just gets higher when you go to a medical center. We've launched the motto 722. It means, for seven days straight, measure your blood tension twice back to back and do that on two separate occasions each day. Then take an average of all the readings to understand whether you have a tendency towards high blood pressure. The HPA says everyone over 18 should measure their blood pressure at least once a year. If you use the 722 method, you'll be more likely to get an accurate picture of your health. The Workers' Union of Tsonghua Express has announced it may launch a strike before the Lunar New Year. An internal vote on the matter approved the motion last week, with 83% of union members supporting a strike. Workers say they are dissatisfied with the company's performance bonus of just one month of pay. The company is a subsidiary of state-run postal service company Tsonghua Post and caters to making deliveries to financial institutions in Taiwan. The workers complained that their performance bonuses have dried up to be just one month's worth of pay. That's about 30,000 to 50,000 NT less than previous years. The union is considering calling a strike later this week. On Monday, union members held a protest outside the executive yuan. The union says the company was not fulfilling the conditions it had agreed on with the union. The union has three appeals, pay raises of 800 NT every year, an additional performance bonus of 1.5 months of pay, and bigger pay raises for employees with more seniority. The company made bigger profits last year than in the previous two years. There are more than 200 people in the company, which makes a difference of a few million NT. Now the company is saying they won't issue the money. There is less than 10 days to go until the Lunar New Year, and they still haven't said anything on how the money will be given out. We find that hard to accept. The Zhonghua Express Union held a vote between January 11th and January 14th on whether to strike. The move was supported by 83% of union workers. The union says it is considering launching a strike before the Lunar New Year. The company's main services include delivering checks and banking documents. If the strike goes ahead, more than 1,400 bank branches around Taiwan could be affected, disrupting the flow of payments with businesses. On January 10th, we issued bonuses of two months. One month was the year-end bonus, and the other month was the performance bonus. After the company settles its finances for the year, we will issue more bonuses to make up for the difference. As for the appeals from the union, we will hold a board meeting on January 31st to discuss them. Executive Yuan and Zhonghua Express representatives went to the protest to collect the petition from the union. Company reps said the matter of the performance bonuses would be discussed after the Lunar New Year. But with union members planning a strike before the holiday, tensions are rising. We now look to Taoyuan to settle a great debate raging online. A building in Zhongli district has become an architectural pilgrimage site after a giant thermometer on the roadside went viral. Visitors flocked to admire the unusual design of this skyscraper inspired by a Danish building. But everyone wants to know, 
does it really measure the temperature or is it being controlled manually? Glance up from the street and you see a giant thermometer on this building's wall. It's lit up three lines above 10 degrees, meaning today it's 13 degrees. A photo of this unique thermometer was posted online by a netizen who joked that it was the Big Mac of thermometers. I think it's great. It's a very creative idea, very innovative. When I saw it, I thought it was quite a novelty, and you find out the temperature as soon as you look at it. It's very convenient. The building is near Section 2 of Huanxi Road in Taoyuan's Zhongli District. The local landmark attracts many visitors who come just to gaze up at Taiwan's freshest climatic oracle. Lots of people come here to take photos for social media. We were joking that we should start charging people for tickets. Chairman Liang was traveling abroad and he saw a building in Copenhagen which had a design that he thought was very beautiful and had a rather unique architectural style. So he brought it back to Taiwan. The thermometer detects the changes in the weather and then reflects that. Debates has been raging online about whether the thermometer's pronouncements are manually controlled or adjust automatically with the weather. Now the answer is out. It's all automatic. These waterproof LEDs turn themselves on and off in response to the temperature they detect. No operation required. Lunar New Year is here and that means gift-giving time for many in Taiwan. Food gifts are a perennial favorite. And today we head to a factory in Jiayi that makes traditional griddle cookies printed with special designs, including banknotes from around the world. They're a smart and amusing gift for any difficult-to-please relative. Factory owner Chen Wenxing explains for us the puns and hidden messages in the designs. An automated system pipes batter onto a hot plate. The treats are then immediately pressed with a decorative picture, packed up and shipped to consumers. At this factory in Jiayi, you can get special seasonal designs produced new each year. But more special still are these international banknote designs. They were invented eight years ago. The boss jokes that he's the biggest counterfeiter bill printer in Taiwan. They're all 10,000. There's US dollars and new Taiwan dollars, different currency values, different flavors. Giving money is giving luck. The recipient feels it's a celebration and they feel wealthy. This 10,000 NT note is a strawberry milk flavor. And this check for 100 million NT is a best-selling souvenir at Lunar New Year. Its guava flavor is a pun on the word for bad check. Producer Chen Wenxing switched to the business 25 years ago from a career in tech. He likes to bring his creativity and ironic humour to food, putting a wry twist on the simple act of gift-giving. Now we head to a noodle shop in Jiayi with a famously frank owner. The noodle maker put up a sign years ago explaining that if she hadn't had a good night's sleep, the shop would be shut. The sign also details the exact opening hours in case of oversleeping, insomnia, or a good night's sleep. The amusing sign has made the shop and its owner famous among locals. Let's check the insomnia noodle shop out. 
Chiu Yumei opens up her noodle shop for business. The simple, good quality ingredients make this affordable Marlin noodle soup a favorite among locals. The shop has been here for over 20 years, and many customers can recite its unique sign off by heart. <laughs> the sign reads, if I slept badly, we're shut. If I overslept, we open at 8 a.m. If I slept well, we open at 7 a.m. If I've got insomnia, we open at 6 a.m. Chio wrote the humorous sign years ago while living with an episode of insomnia. It endeared her to customers and found many fans online. If I slept well, then I get up at 7 a.m. I feel much more lively. I talk to the customers and I'm happier. One day I had a wild thought and decided to put the sign up. People call me the owner of the insomnia noodle shop. Everyone knows it. Mercifully, Chiu is sleeping much better these days, and the shop's opening hours are more predictable. But the sign is here to stay. Who could hold back a smile at such an honest, good-humored self-portrait?